fascinating thing. Welcome to Club Kevin. My name is Kevin. I am Kevin also. This is the only podcast where you'll hear two guys, both named Kevin, doing a podcast. We hope so. I have some copyright problems. <laughs> yeah. Well, then I, I mean, <laughs> when we restarted the podcast, there was because we lost. I don't. I lost the password to the file, to the RSS <laughs> file we were using to upload to iTunes and stuff. Yeah. And there was two Club Kevin's, same logo, <laughs> same artwork. Even there was one episode that, that shared between the two channels, yeah. the Fantastic so, Beast one. So, but now it's gone. So I. So we can confidently say that now. <laughs> yeah, this is the only. <laughs> there were two podcasts, both done by the same people, but but now there's only technically one. there. Yeah, there that's were two. Self copyright infringement. Yes. Yeah. So what's good? What's new? Not much is new. Just no. um, living in a new apartment now. It's yeah, good. I, vaulted this, ceilings. It's good. It's 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 really nice, and I'm happy to be here. The space here is better than the dorm that we were doing it in last time. Yes, it was about <laughs> the size of a mediocre camper yeah, RV. It was really small, sitting side by side. It's nice just sitting across from a table like this. Yeah, yeah. I feel like because this is just how we chat normally. Yeah. So this feels way more natural. To yeah. Me. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I'm excited about this topic. Me too. Yeah. Me too. I've recently heard a lot of things about people. Places. And things. Things. Yeah. That <laughs> I'm like, this is, this is not common knowledge, but it really should be. Okay. Yeah. Or not really common knowledge, but like <laughs> awareness. Right. I mean, but biopics or biopics i don't know who if you say the latter you're you're, you're just wrong but biopics are like because it's a biographical picture anyways moving on like <laughs> um those are like i mean they've been around for a few years right yeah. i mean yeah. but there's that recent one about um the moon landing oh yes with um, ryan gosling ryan gosling yeah Goose. the First man. First man, yeah, that's a bit of a biopic. I think it's kind of about like Neil Armstrong's family, yeah, and everything that they had to deal with. Yeah, which I kind of <coughs> enjoy more because, like, if it's based on if the movie is based on a real person, sometimes they can take that and just like, oh, he's known for doing this thing, so we'll take that and make a whole movie about did, that one. Thing. He did this one really quirky thing. In the public space, one time. <laughs> so that's going to be my character I, characterization of him for the entire movie. I feel like I don't know whether that's true or not, but and I I can understand why because you know not everybody that has a movie made about them they're not not their whole entire life is is amazing. So yeah. so kind of I don't know I. Snapshot in time, yeah, is kind of better. Yeah, I kind of brain farted there, but no, fine. Um, yeah, there there are some people that we feel need some recognition because they have had great lives. Yeah, is there any? Have there been any biopics that you've especially liked that have come out over the years? Or, um, oh, there was one. Have you seen Love and Mercy? Uh-uh. No, that's about Brian Wilson of the Beach Boys. And actually, oh, really? I, I want to do an episode on Brian Wilson because he's just fascinating. He had he, he suffered from like mental illness uh-huh. pretty much his entire life, and then started doing LSD, and that did not help one bit. Um, but yeah. he's a musical <laughs> genius. Um, Was he doing it at the time of the Beach Boys? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Pet Sounds. I'm not familiar. I'm not sure how familiar you are with that album, but. I mean, even Paul McCartney references it as really one of the best albums ever made. <clears throat> um, but yeah, that movie is excellent. So it takes place, it's kind of cool, it takes place at two different times. Mm-hmm. It takes place in the 60s when he's recording Pet Sounds in the studio, and the rest of the Beach Boys are on tour in Japan. I hope that's not the album name and actually the action of what he did. Pet Sounds? Re- recording Pet Sounds. So there's a, he actually brought like animals in to record... like. And they're on the album. I am like, really glad to hear that. And stuff like that. That is not. 
That's one thing I hate. It's a misleading album. <laughs> yeah. Well, look no further for not that. <laughs> but no, it's it's really good. So it takes place when he's recording the album, and that's just one of my favorite albums of all time. Um, and anyone who's like into music from the '60s will reference mm-hmm. that as, as one of the, as one of the greatest made at the time. And it's actually really what influenced Sgt. Pepper's, like, which is pretty big. Like, if you influence the Beatles, that's pretty massive. And then the other half of the movie takes place in the 80s when his psychiatrist is abusing him through over-medication. What? Yeah. It's really interesting and like, um, oh, what's his name? The guy from Big Fat Liar. The... Uh... Paul Giamatti? Paul Giamatti plays the psychiatrist. Um, John Cusack plays Brian Wilson in Whoa. the 80s. Um, John Cusack. Yeah. I haven't heard that name in a no while. No kidding, right? Uh, and then Paul something. I don't know. He plays Brian Wilson in the 60s. Okay. And uh, like it's just, yeah, that's great. I'm, that's one of my more favorite biopics. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if you have any, but. Not off the top of my head, but I have seen a few. Where? Ray was really good too. Uh, these are all these are musical ones, I guess. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> Jamie Foxx killed that role like so so good. Have you seen Ray? No, he plays Ray Charles. Oh man. Oh, I've wanted to. So great. Wanted to. So great, especially because he does all of the vocals. And then Bohemian Rhapsody is coming out. Yeah. This month. With the uh, I don't know the name. Of <clears throat> man, what's his but name? But he's been. He um I know he played. I'm pretty sure he played the pharaoh that comes to life in Night at the Museum. He absolutely did. Uh, that is his most famous role in my eyes. Well, he was in Need for Speed. So... But he wasn't a pharaoh. <laughs> Rami, Rami Malik. That's a very yeah pharaohic name. I mean, it is. <laughs> for sure. I wonder... What's his deal? <laughs> <laughs> We're going down the rabbit hole here. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, he was in Twilight Breaking Dawn Part 2. Really? Was he one of the werewolves, he, I'm assuming? He's, he looks vampiric. Really? Don't you think so? What's his name? Rami Malik. R-A-M-I. Yeah, type in Rami. Malik. Okay. Yeah. He does have some, like... Yeah, that's not a werewolf. He's got some... And some of the pictures got His some buggy His first eyes. movie was Night at the Museum. Hey. Coming out swinging, aren't you? <laughs> yes. Look at that. That's awesome. Oh, man. You know, with a lot of actors, like, they have big roles and stuff, but people are like, oh, man, I loved you in that first movie you did. And they're like, wait, what? You remember me from that movie? <laughs> I'm that guy. Oh, man. He was in Need for Speed. That is, that is just a treasure, is that movie. It's got Aaron Paul as the guy that needs speed. So, oh, okay. Have you ever seen that? I saw, I've seen it a while ago. It's, it's apparently it's an action thriller, which <laughs> I disagree with. <laughs> Anyways, um, so today we're talking about people from history who deserve to have a movie about them. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm excited about this one. Should we talk about who we want to play them to, or is that something? Ooh, I like that. I didn't even I think know. about that. I, didn't, I haven't prepped for. I haven't if it comes to mind, I'll, okay. I'll yeah. say it. Okay. Sweet. Did you want to go first, or? Uh, yeah, I can go first. Um, so there are like a few movies where he's a part of it, but I haven't been able to find anything where he's the the focus of the movie, and it kind of shows his whole life. Um, I'm talking about Theodore Roosevelt. Speak of Night of the Museum Devil. Yes. <laughs> Isn't he buddies with the Pharaoh, or or is the Pharaoh... I think they just work together. Colleagues. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Robin, Robin, Robin Williams, Williams as Theodore. Yeah. He looked exactly like him, too. Yeah. They did a really good job with that. Oh, man. I think they did some, like, heavy makeup stuff. Yeah, but, some prosthetics or something. Yeah. No, he looked great. But Theodore Roosevelt, he... He's had quite a life. Teddy, as his friends call him. Teddy Roosevelt, yeah. Yeah. Um... For those, people, for, for those of you listening who knew him on a first name page. <laughs> yeah. um, there are people who question, like even I questioned it for a long time, why he's on Mount Rushmore. Because mm. you have like the most notable so it's, uh, it's, founding. So it's Washington, Lincoln. Washington, Lincoln, Jefferson. Jefferson. Hope I'm right on that. 
Yo. That is Jefferson. See, I got a pass because I'm not American, so whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, they're known for some of the greatest things that's happened in America. George Washington was the first president since the United States of America has been a thing. Led the army. Yeah. Against Without him, we probably wouldn't be here. A um, Thomas Jefferson, author of the Declaration. Yeah. Constitution Constitution Declaration? I honestly... Who wrote the Constitution? That was 11 years later. Maybe it was Jeff. Oh, Oh, Jeff. I'm like really exposing your lack of knowledge of the founding fathers. And then Abraham Lincoln. And then Abraham Lincoln, of course. Famous vampire slayer. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But interesting biopic. Interesting, you know. (laughs) About the life that no one talks about. Yeah. And no one is talking about still, even though it's come out, which is interesting. Um,. But that's neither here nor there. Yeah. So Teddy Roosevelt. But Teddy there, Roosevelt. I heard there was a rumor that like he wanted himself to be on it. Is that true? It was built or it was made. I can't really say built. Um, during I think it was during his presidency. Interesting. And so, I mean, that may have very well could have been a reason for why he's on there, hmm. but. He's there now, and so I'm, I was kind of like, well, why is he there? Whatever the reason. Um, and I've I've pulled up a lot of things about his life where it's like, yeah, maybe he wasn't the best number four mm-hmm. up there, or one of the four. Maybe he wasn't the best candidate, but it's like, okay, yeah, he's more or less justified being up there. Like... Oh, he made, he's done some crazy stuff. Yeah, I mean, made the Panama Canal, yeah. which is, mm-hmm. that's huge. I mean, that changed That changed, trade, yeah. Period. Mm-hmm. Like, that's pretty nuts. And that, yeah, that's, I mean, that's just one of the things he did as a United States president that benefited pretty much everyone in the world. Every yeah. country. Yeah, that's true. That's cool. I hadn't thought about that. Um, What other aspects? I mean, I'm not... If you have anything else pull, pulled up on them, yeah. So, I mean, just kind of some some young younger life stuff. He was actually homeschooled. Interesting. Because he was very sickly as a kid. Okay, so it wasn't just because his parents were weird. Hey, whoa! <laughs> Wait, were you homeschooled? I kid? was. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I've told you this oh before. My, I th- you know, this is sounding familiar. I'm sorry. You're you know you're normal. There was, I, know, I, I know some I kids, man. They're just I know, me too. Me too. Socially disconnected. But I feel yeah. really bad all of a sudden. <laughs> I'm so No, sorry. it no, I, I kinda take that as well, the fact that you recognize as recognizing, I kinda take it as a compliment because it's like right. I You're not recognizable as someone who's been homeschooled. Yeah. Right. And so I'm kinda like that's kinda cool. I'm I'm proud know, of that. I'm kinda proud of that. Proud yeah. of my parents too for you know, making that happen. That's cool. So, wait, how long were you homeschooled for? Like Until what? I showed up here. Really? Well, I did um, two semesters of community Until college. Until today? No. <laughs> I did two semesters of community college during my senior year. So oh, wow, okay. So, technically. Okay. But. Interesting. Yeah. There you go. Boom. Okay. Anyway, so Teddy, Teddy was homeschooled. Yeah, Teddy was homeschooled, and um, his dad was like, yeah, I know you're sick and stuff, but... I'm gonna still make a man out of you. Kind of like no. There's a great movie with a song. <laughs> uh, was he raised in rural China? No. Um, that's cool. Uh, and so he like basically taught him how to fight, kept him really physically fit Sweet. and stuff. And he was actually on, or Teddy was on the, I guess varsity boxing team at Harvard. Wow. And he was like a big deal. That's sweet. Like, he was a very, very, very good boxer. And kind of the other stuff in his life that he's done is just like, wow, he's a, he's a man. Yeah. Like, actually, just like a man's man. Yeah. Like, I, I want to go hunting with that guy. Yeah. Was I would it? have a, a really good time. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, let's see. He was... So would you, so would you want this movie to be like... 
starting just like his whole life because it's kind of interesting. Or it could a be a whole life, but also you could really focus on the boxing aspect, kind of do like a grudge match kind of thing. You know, De Niro versus <clears throat> who was it? Stallone. Stallone. De Niro. Wait, Rocky. No, no, Grudge Match, the movie. Oh, I've never seen Grudge Match. I think yeah, it's basically just two old people boxing each other. Yeah, De Niro and Stallone. Or you could watch Rocky Balboa, which is a really old guy boxing a really young person. That's true. Um, <laughs> equally as entertaining, I'm sure. But but you could like kind of split it. I like those, and a lot of biopics are like this, where there's like a certain conflict that they're dealing with. Mm-hmm. at that moment in time and it cuts back to how they got to that moment kind of thing yeah which would be kind of cool and uh, that is very possible because he's also had hard stuff in his life right he when he i believe he was around 20 i want to say when he got married and he had a child with a woman and they raised they raised her together this isn't his this isn't this is eleanor yeah this is eleanor. oh no 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 no, 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 no. okay his first wife got it I really should have names ready, but yep. I don't. He had two wives. He remarried after this. His wife and his mom died the same day. What? Same, so, same accident or separate? Separate. No way. So that's one punch in the kidney, and that's a punch in the other kidney at the same yeah, time. Yeah, no kidding. That's two punches and eat. No, that's one punch in each kidney. <laughs> that's crazy. Though. Yeah, and oh my gosh. So, talk about... That's pretty traumatic. No kidding. I mean, I can't imagine my wife dying. Like, what that would feel like. Me neither. But I'm not married, so... <laughs> it's literally Even more so for me to imagine that. Yeah. Well, I guess it'd just be the death of a dream. But anyways, moving on. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so... So, like, the two most important women in your entire life. Yeah. The one... That you, he planned on spending the rest of his life right. with, and the person who raised him—that's devastating. Just, yeah, you know. But I'm also glad. I mean, when I heard like, "Oh, he remarried," I'm like, you know, that sucks because like, you kind of hold Teddy Roosevelt in this light. It's like he was just a man of immense character, mm-hmm. and it's nice to hear that like he didn't have a falling out with his first. Wife. Yeah, that right. I mean. F- I'm sure there are people in history and, you know, not great. even, not even like historical And there's people. great people that haven't done that, but I'm just saying, yeah. it's just, it, it yeah, was, that kind of thing can destroy a person. Right. Absolutely. And it has, and it's totally understandable. Mm-hmm. But, um, what he actually ended up doing is he had his uh, sister raise the daughter because he's like, I, it, it's a very tough thing. Okay. Especially back in that time. Yeah. To what year is this for a single man? Uh, this is the late 1800s, early okay. 1900s. Um, and so he gave his daughter to his sister and just, hey, I need you to raise her, basically. Wow. He's like, I can't do this right now. So he actually ran off. Well, not ran off. That sounds bad. But he kind of <clears throat> wanted to start fresh again. So he went off to North Dakota mm. and just kind of picked up life there. Um, he got into politics around that time. He started really low, like, community... I don't even know. What do you call that? City council, basically, kind of mm. the equivalent of that. And through time, he just rose up the ranks. Um, he was actually a police commissioner who fought against police corruption. With a mustache like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... You- you're bound to be. Whether you want it or not, it's going to happen. He was not friends with a cowled vigilante, though. Oh, Unlike God. Yep. Commission another one. Yes. <clears throat> Wait. Uh, okay, yeah. I was going to say, <laughs> who we will not name, but we just did. So yes. That's fine. Commissioner Gordon. Um, so, yeah, he was commissioner, fought against police corruption. He once, jeez, um, I can't remember. One of the wars broke out. And then he joined... The Boer War, perhaps. Yes. <laughs> the Boer War. I think that was a war in the late 19th century. The Boer War. B-O-H-R. 
you know, I thought I was pretty prepared for this, but then as, as I start talking, I realize... Oh, you're more prepared than I am. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, B-O-E-R. In South Africa, 1899 through 1902. Spanish-American War. Spanish-American War. Yes. The Boer War was very How British. I forget? Also involved Canada, but um, yeah, I would, I'm not surprised you're not knowledgeable about that one. It's pretty niche. Anyways, so the Spanish-American <laughs> War happened. But yeah, he... he... So when the Spanish-American War came out, broke out, yep. he, was, he was like, I'm going to help out. So he left the police and he went and led a regiment, a small army of men in Cuba, and just totally I'm killed it isn't the right word <laughs> in a war. But, but literally he, he yeah, did. Yeah. In both senses. He got a Medal of Honor for it. So he was like... He's a commander. Yeah, he's a commander, which yeah. is a very good quality to have for a man of what he did. Yeah. Then he became president. All kind of once he became president, he he did some really great stuff. He Panama Canal. Panama Canal. He actually got the Nobel Peace Prize. Interesting. For he helped end the um, it's called the Russo-Japan War. So again, like another thing that wasn't involving America really that much, he was like, hey, you guys, stop. And they did. Cool. And so the Nobel Peace people are like, that's cool. That's sweet. Yeah. Um, he passed a lot of food safety laws, which oh, was a huge deal did back he... then. Oh man, what's that? I'm not familiar with the federal departments as much. The FDA? Is that FD, um, I'm sh- I actually don't know much about that, but I would not be surprised if it became that. Hmm. It was, again, I wish I knew the, the, the name of it. Okay. But some big deal food safety laws, which right. made a, a huge difference back then when it didn't have as much um, technology and stuff. Huh. Um, oh, and another thing, he wasn't actually elected president the first time. He was in the situation of being vice president and the president died. Oh, interesting. And he... I didn't know that. Took power. Yeah. Wow, that's I mean, pretty impressive power. for him to... He assumed. <laughs> that's pretty impressive for him to have the recognition he has today and to have come into the role in that, in that light. Because, uh-huh. I mean, we don't usually, like... I think it wasn't Lyndon B. Johnson, wasn't he a VP for Nixon? I believe so. Yeah, I mean, like, how often do we talk about Johnson? Like, never, right? LBJ. A little LBJ action. Um, Oh. Mm. Um, (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I mean. So, yeah, so he he was, you know, one of the men who had power thrusted upon him. hmm. And he really did a lot with that. And he did, he would go on safaris to Africa. This was after his presidency. Okay. But afterwards he was like, I did all this great stuff. I need great stuff to be in part of my life. So yeah. he just went to Africa. That's cool. And just like hunted and captured animals. Over 11,000. Which, apparently. I mean, whether you're a fan of that or not, that's a lot of <laughs> animals. Yes. And actually, a lot of the animals he caught, slashed, killed, and poached, or I don't know, whatever, hmm. um, actually are, he sent over to the Smithsonian. So actually, a lot of people could see these exotic animals and stuff that, I mean, back then, normally, probably 99.9% of Americans wouldn't have seen. So that's pretty cool. But my favorite fact about him is he was in a saloon. He was uh, campaigning for for a re-election. He was in a saloon in Wisconsin, hmm. and someone tried to assassinate him. Okay, shot him. He didn't die. Just he got the gunshot wound, but he's like, "Shoot, I gotta give this campaign speech." No way. Soon, so I'm just gonna leave this here, in whatever part of my body the bullet's in. And I'm going to go give my speech. That's like and he gave hardcore his... because back then bullets were nasty too. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure they're equally as nasty now. But yeah, that's that's nuts. Yeah. So he gave a 90-minute speech 
with <laughs> a gunshot wound. Oh my gosh. That's nuts. That's actually crazy. And so I feel like a lot of this stuff, like, I feel like it could draw attention for a lot of people for movies. Yeah. Because there's a lot of drama that's happened in his life, but there's also some war scenes and hmm. kind of stuff that fill in the action that people want. And plus, I, I, just, I just really like the guy. Yeah. From what I've seen... I don't know. Stand-up character. I mean, it's just you a, might have your own opinions on like, oh, well, he was a... Yeah. He killed I mean, people in war. And he, yeah, he there's... I'm sure there's like some less okay stuff right. about him. But just from like all the good that he's done, it's like, wow, that's a very noteworthy person. That's cool. At the very least. Yeah. That's cool. And that is why... Bring back Robin Williams to play him in the movie. Oh, no. No more CGI <laughs> characters, please. Well, I mean, like, if we could physically bring back Robin. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what I mean. No, no more CGI characters. I'm not I'm, I'm not about that. Okay. <clears throat> but he, I feel like he could pull off a role like that. Because he actually was a great actor, Robin Williams. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So my person um, is someone who, my next one is someone who you guaranteed haven't heard about. I'll take that challenge. Um, his name is Terry Fox. Don't know. Yeah, okay. It's because this is like... I know Terry Cloth. Ooh. I don't know who Terry Cloth is. So you got the... It's not even a person. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, but Terry Fox... This is like any Canadian listening knows who Terry Fox is. It's like T- Terry Fox Day is a national holiday in Canada. Really? Yeah. Wow. So he was a marathon runner. Um, he was born in Winnipeg, Manitoba, which is just north of the Dakotas. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. and, which is it's actually like, I think it's four or six hours north of Fargo. Um, and he was, but he was raised, I think he was 12 when he moved to Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was raised out in an area called Port Coquitlam, which is just a suburb of Vancouver. Yeah, the names of Canada, right? <laughs> uh, but yeah, he was just uh, in just kind of like a regular dude. Um, and then when he was, how old was he? It was, I'm not sure how old he was, but on, in March of 1977, he was playing, um, a basketball game and he just kind of ignored it the, the whole season before then, but the pain got so bad in his, uh, I think, which, which oh, he was, was he on a team? Yeah, he was on. He was on, a, he was on, a, he was on his college basketball team for okay. for Santa oh, Fraser okay. University. Okay, and um, he ended up going to the hospital because his because his knee was so so sore. It was his right knee, and uh, oh, man, you don't mess with the knees. No, dude, you don't. Oh, so he goes man. there and he has osteosarcoma, which is cancer that usually forms in the knees, and rather than just kind of like. Really, really quick. What what time is this? You may have this, is in, this is in the seventies. Okay, L- late seventies. Okay, yeah. Um, so he, so yeah, he ended up getting the leg amputated off from the knee down. Um, and he actually no, like well, like not from the knee down. He got his knee removed, but it like went all the way up to like his thigh because his knee. That's what the cancer was. Yeah. Yeah, they always have to get Which a Which sucks, because that joint's, like, obviously, like, very important to, to walk around on. And for a marathon <laughs> runner, that was pretty big. It's, yeah. He was One the... of the two most important things to walk is yeah. one of your legs. <laughs> so, he was the first person to run in the New York Marathon as an amputee, ever. Um, which is pretty cool. And he started this massive movement to raise awareness and money for cancer treatments mm-hmm. and so he decided that he was going to run from st john's newfoundland which is like basically where the titanic sank to vancouver british columbia which is like imagine if maine was 200 more miles <laughs> out east running from there to seattle for the americans listening it's like that's crazy that is like that's like Forrest Gump right there. This see, but this is actually, and this is before Forrest Gump came out. Like, oh, I see, I got it. Yeah, he is. Except Forrest Gump had both legs. Yeah, 
This guy did it with one. And he just... And I'm assuming... They and, didn't he just, have... and he just liked running. One day he just started doing <laughs> it. I mean, yeah. But Terry Fox is just... And um, they didn't have great prosthetics. Like, no, all, didn't. Only until pretty recently have we had prosthetics where you can, you know, function normally as if you weren't an amputee. Yeah. He... Back then, <clears throat> weren't that great. He's, a, he's like, just an incredible person. Um, so, it was called the Marathon of Hope. This... Mm. Name. Yeah, it's just awesome. I mean, he has inspired so many kids and has and continues to raise so much money. But unfortunately, his marathon was cut short. Um, oh, he didn't. He probably got. He probably got like a third of the way. So he made it to Thunder Bay, Ontario, uh-huh. um, which is just. Uh, it's just west of Toronto by a few hours and yeah he couldn't do it anymore but he ran every single day he ran the equivalent of an entire marathon every day with one leg and like like you can YouTube but this is he's just like it's so so incredible to see and um, I almost lost my leg when I was 12 really yeah and I was like hours away from losing it I had necrotizing fasciitis which is like the zombie flesh-eating disease. Oh, uh, Yeah. But, so he has always, to me, just been a massive inspiration because I still have, like, massive leg pain. And I don't, like, compare myself to people who have that. But, like, mm-hmm. I can't do anything high impact. Like, I can't go running outside, for example. Because, um, of, yeah, because yeah. of my leg and how severe the damage was. But... I mean, just to just to see him and everything that he went through to raise to, to raise awareness and ended up giving his life to do it, that is just yeah, he's cool. So I would love to see that accurately portrayed on film because I feel like he could really convey like a positive message. Oh, absolutely! And he's got like this great kind of like black curly afro. Um, I think, good for any movie. Yeah, I mean, it'd be cool to have a Canadian play him just to like have that mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of great canadian actors um so it'd be cool to find someone like who was maybe a, a no-name actor to play him um i actually think that my buddy john who i went to high school with he's an actor in, in vancouver warner brothers if you're listening yeah seriously get, Kevin's friend. get john weitzel to play him but um i feel like john would actually kill that role but um i feel like also nick jonas like <laughs> yeah. looks so much like yeah. him and i actually think that nick jonas is Kind of great, so um, so yeah, I'd be okay with that. But I but I prefer to see a Canadian in there for obvious reasons. But, yeah, that. I mean, I've I've never heard of him. Yeah, but more people should. Uh, there are a lot of people I haven't heard of. Yeah, but that yeah, that's and that's. I mean, now would be an appropriate time for that movie to come out because totally. there are a lot of movies that have been coming out of. These great people who did great things. Yeah, and it really for good and it really united the country too, like in a strong way. And regardless of whatever you think about, like however you lean politically in Canada, at least mm-hmm. I mean, everyone is can universally agree that Terry Fox is one of the greatest Canadians that has ever ever lived. So yeah, very 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 cool. But. Do you have a next one? Do you, yeah. Do you have another one? Yeah. Sorry, that one's kind of, kind of sobering, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, this guy was so sick. But. Yeah. And I feel really, really weird going to this next one because <laughs> Transition. I can, cannot relate less to this person. Awesome. Um, so we've all heard of Dracula. Everybody knows of Dracula. Are you talking about Ivan the Impaler? Yeah, I'm talking about Vlad Tepes. Awesome. Wait, Vlad, Vlad the Impaler. Vl- also known as Vlad the Impaler. Vlad the Impaler, that's yeah. right. Tepes is, oh, I want to say Romanian. I said Ivan. I was thinking Ivan the Terrible. Oh, um, who different is guy. Also awful, but... Yeah. yeah. I mean, Vlad, Vlad the Impaler, who is... If you have, like, he impaled people... A lot. So he was the impaler. So <laughs> when that's if Ivan when, was when that's what people know enough, you for. <laughs> yeah, Ivan's known you for know, being just a terrible guy. You know, Vlad. Like people know you more for being an impaler than for being a terrible human being. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like Ivan the Terrible. Just a well, actually, like Ivan the Terrible in Russian, it's Ivan Grozny, which means mm-hmm. like terribly isn't like terribly awesome or great kind yeah, of thing. Russia has- 
Dude, yeah. Russia's wild, man. Yeah, they, um, yeah. But but for him, I I have the terrible. It just meant that he was just like awesome, kind of like just larger than life almost. Yeah, like great. Exactly. Like, ter- but not like terribly a... um empowering. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. But he yeah, but then he ended up actually being the worst. So the name's <laughs> quite fitting. But he was just known for being generally awful. Whereas Vlad the Impaler was known for impaling, which is you must he must have done so much of so much of that enough to <laughs> the impaler. Do you know what his last name was? Uh, no, I... it's the impaler. That's <laughs> more people will know him as yeah. Anyways, Vlad, uh, the Imp- last name yeah impaler. <laughs> if he was alive today, he goes to some government office. First name Vlad. Yeah. Um, last name Impaler. First name Vlad. Middle name the. <laughs> last name Impaler. Oh my gosh. Um, Anyways, <laughs> so this so this that really, was way too long of a bit. Yeah. <laughs> so he was he was a prince actually, um, and this he this was back in the fourteen hundreds. Um, he's prince of what is it called Wallachia or something like that, which is Romania Trans- now. Transylvania. Transylvania. Yeah. Um, but I kind of just want to focus on the impaling thing. Yeah. Because okay. No. What else I'm would you it. focus on? <laughs> so this for, for this movie pitch, I'm getting kind of like just a like a straw. straight like saw almost kind of movie. I was gonna say like I'm getting like a strong Van Helsing vibe. Yeah. But like better. Yeah. And and I was actually looking up. I was like, there has to be a movie about. Vlad as the person, right? But there are just a ton of Dracula movies because he's true because he's the uh, the main influencer of the Dracula, right? That's what the character's based off. Of. Yeah, yeah. And so I was like, well, I mean, yeah, Dracula's you know bites people, kills people, that kind of stuff. They have similar qualities, but Vlad is just a lot more hardcore yeah. in what he does. See, I feel like that would be scarier to watch someone who just like is a regular dude. But is off the handlebars nuts. Yeah. See me, that's more terrifying than there's this mythical creature that has skin that sparkles in the sunlight. Uh. <laughs> of all the vampire movies. <laughs> Referencing. We've referenced Twilight twice already. Yeah. Anyways. Oh, man. Uh, but yeah, so I'm thinking like, like a Saw kind of movie. Cool. But instead of just like fancy gizmo trap things, it's. Just spikes. Do you? I don't fully time. understand. So Every he time. like would cut people's heads off, or like put a spike through their chin, through their brain, and stuff. Or how would it? Mostly just stick them on spikes and leave them there. Oh, and then just let them die. Let them die. And it would actually take sometimes take like a few days. Yeah, that's awful. Yeah, so there's a famous picture of um, of him probably drawn probably around the time. The art style looks like the time of when he was alive. But one of the most famous pictures is Vlad, and he's just, like, out in a valley. But he's at a dinner table, and there's food, and he's facing just 15, 20 people on on spikes. So if there's a picture of that, I... I want to say that it's real. (laughs) That that really happened, that he was the kind of person that... Someone painted that true to life yeah yeah so so he's like can someone please bring me my my happy meal i'm gonna watch these people slowly slide down these spikes huh like he, he's that kind of person wow you know that drac means dragon yeah in romanian mm-hmm. his dad's name was dracul i don't know why i said that fancy dope. it's just dracul. no no it was necessary <laughs> it was a back of the throat <laughs> l <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's great. <laughs> oh, side note, and there's no way that he listens to this. I met this guy who's like, yeah, I used to live in Puerto Rico. And I was like, listen, oh. <laughs> pump the brakes. Just because I've been to Deutschland, it doesn't mean I say it that way. Like, <laughs> Oh, yeah. Don't ever, see, don't ever say stuff that way. Don't be that guy. Do you have anything else about him? Um... Not a whole lot of stuff. He just really... <laughs> just really liked impaling people. Really liked impaling people. <laughs> but actually, oh, just some man. fun facts. Um, he actually apparently was really smart. Like, as a kid, he was... Scientist. Very, right? very well educated. Yeah. Um, 
But, I mean, that's really kind of the only noteworthy thing aside from impaling people. Right. But, apparently, the death toll of just him impaling people, just strictly... I mean, he fought in battles and wars and right. and probably some crusades. But the death toll for impaling people is probably more than 100,000. Wow. That's a lot of people. That's a copious amount. Who's making these um, posts I'm to sh- which impale people? I, I'm I'm assuming he had just like a person, like a blacksmith in a wagon, just following the caravan. You and just the whole time. That, you better hope that you're good at your job. Otherwise, you're going to be on one of these things that you're making yeah. tomorrow. Which is actually a really common thing for people who created torture devices back in the medieval times. Usually the people who create the torture devices end up dying by it. Because the people are like, wow, that's messed up. So you're going to die by that now. Okay, I just want to talk about someone crazy. I just want to get back on Ivan Terrible for a sec. No. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, So Ivan, so you know that famous church in Moscow, the one with all the colors and the... Oh, the the onion onion domes? domes, It's called St. Basil's Cathedral. So so Ivan the Terrible um, erected that church because they had won this massive war Mm -hmm. um i don't i want to say that it was against no it wasn't against the mongols i can't remember who it was against anyways my russian professor is getting mad at me now but it was a a big bet it was a very well it was it was a very big deal it might have been it might have been the the mongols actually yeah um anyways so he had this church built and he had this Italian architect and designer come to design the church because mm-hmm. he wanted it to look nothing like Russia had ever seen before. Which he accomplished. Yeah, to this day. totally. And then he had that guy's eyes taken out after it was built so that he could never build anything as beautiful oh ever my again. gosh. Like, what is wrong with these people? It's like, you... Really? These, these, these people have, like who do that are like have some serious <laughs> trust issues deep-seated issues yeah i mean and i guarantee you at the time that ivan was alive he was he had already gotten the name ivan the terrible what was dracul thinking about this <laughs> <laughs> that's too far yeah that's yeah i mean if i was wor- it's like working for i don't know some black market or mobster it's like you, it's part of the deal that like yeah i'm going to do this but I'm not going to do it again. I'm not going to backstab go against you because I know what you can do. Yeah, for real. I don't know. That Italian dude had no idea who he was dealing with, though. Yeah. Part of it was, like, there was, there's evidence supporting, but doesn't confirm, that Ivan had mercury poisoning, mm. which made him go crazy. And he killed, like, everyone in his family, basically. Yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah. That was Just the killing Bad dude. Anyways, I don't know. Oh, yeah. That's because I confused the two. Anyways. Yeah. So that's Ivan the Terrible. Just side note. What if we could connect the two movies different time different time Ooh. periods? But I'm interested. It's happened before. Yeah. Whatever. Um, if they can make Abraham Lincoln a vampire slayer, I'm sure we can connect these two awful <laughs> uh, public leaders. Anyways. Abraham Lincoln versus Dracula. Oh, I'd watch that. You kidding me right now? Yeah. I'd watch it if it was better than like a Sharknado quality of movie. Yeah. I have a problem with those. Anyways. Yeah, just people interacting with. I have a problem with movies that are intentionally bad. I like movies that are unintentionally awful, like yeah. The Room, for like example. Like Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> terrible movie. Different. Um, yeah. Saw it one time. Terrible movie. <laughs> Good. <laughs> um, but just really, like, just for just the last note, kind of what you were talking, what you said about um, his name for in Russia, mm. kind of. You know, mean his name meaning great, a great person, not right. like a great guy. Like <laughs> he's, he's a great guy, such a good great dude. Um, there are actually mixed feelings <clears throat> about him in like Western Europe and Russian about, area about I, uh, Vlad. Vlad, Vlad. Yeah, back about, to Vlad. Back yeah, to Vlad. sorry about Vlad the Impaler. Yeah, there's mixed feelings. You'd assume that they'd all be bad. Yeah, I mean, just Who's look at just just dude? read one sentence about him and you. Like yeah, I'm, I'm on board. So with who likes this him? guy? Um, so this I'm not sure how current this opinion is, but just one of the things I read is that Russia's like, yeah, I can understand why he did that. He's like they just they they say he's justified in what he did. 
see, I don't know. I'm not educated enough in what in the reasoning behind the impaling. But I mean, when you're comparing him to a guy like Joseph Stalin, yeah, he's like. I mean, if salt were spicy, like <laughs> that's what Vlad the Impaler is, and Joseph Stalin is like a Carolina Reaper kind of deal. Like, yeah. I mean, there's like it's it's there's no comparison. In yeah. The death toll. So I could see why Russians would be like, eh, he's not that bad. You guys ever heard of Stalin? That dude killed like 27 <laughs> million people. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> But it's interesting that like they're they're like cutting him some slack basically. But a lot of the Western countries are like, um, how do you do you see? Yeah. Have you heard? <laughs> do you know Vlad? We're talking about the same Vlad here, right? The Impaler. <laughs> yeah. So there, a lot of people, a lot of people, the the opinion is just like he's the worst person ever. So like Ivan the Terrible, and then Vlad the little less terrible. Kind of thing, which I just think is it's just really really interesting. Yeah, that's nuts. Um, they can have a difference of opinion about Vlad. Yeah, no, that doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> Message yeah. in if you if you're in favor of Vlad the Impaler, we want to chat. Yeah, um, I got some stories to tell you. Yeah, I've got a painting to show you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my next one. Is known as Genich Names. <clears throat> so, thank you. Uh, so, yeah, he's in English. It's King Names. He's he, he was the king of. He was known as the pagan king. Um, okay. Yeah, that was like his name, and I just like paganism was very worldly renowned. So to be the king of paganism, yeah, like that's a big deal. Pretty. Pretty, pretty massive. Um, so, Names was the king of the people who would become the Latvians later. Okay. And I used to live over there. My family um, has origins from there. Like, my grandfather was born in Riga. Mm. And um, I'm actually wearing a ring that Names used to wear. And it's huge in Latvia. A lot of people have them. The, the younger generation has kind of, like, gotten away from it because it not as cool but i think they look like lord of the rings style yeah like it's just a beefy if you just type in names ring that's m-a-n-a-m-e-j-s ring of course there's a j yeah of course there's a random j in there right um it'll pop up but basically his ring just to kind of like preface because the ring's really important um it looks like a braid that, like... Yeah. It just looks like a, a braid that you put on Almost your like knotted bread kind of Yeah, thing. exactly. Yeah, that's a really good w- way to look at it. Um, and this ring was really special. And when he was wearing this ring, he could not be defeated. Period. This is, like, this is, ah. this is like real, real history. And, well, I mean, real. <laughs> Quotation marks, right? Scientifically so, proven. This is before, like, Lord of the Rings came out kind of deal. <laughs> but I but I almost feel like there actually is, like, some parallels um, oh, I, between here. Because Tolkien yeah. was inspired by Eastern European <clears throat> history oh, totally. for his books. But anyways, um, so when he was wearing the spring, he couldn't be defeated. And uh, he was in Lithuania fighting a battle. Well, th- there's two different stories. I'll tell you the first one. And he had to send back his ring to the capital to, like, basically sign off on something that needed his approval. Oh, okay. um, Rings were a big deal. Like, yeah, uh, like... Uh, identification, Exactly, right? Then. And so he sent back his ring to say, yes, I approve of this thing. And in the process, he was killed in battle. <sighs> shouldn't have taken it off. Shouldn't, shouldn't. I mean, that must have been a pretty pressing matter, though, right? So, for That's in order true. to send the yeah. ring. So... They wrapped his body in, um, in a sheet, and then they dragged his body back, and mm-hmm. they took his body out, and his arms had both been chopped off in battle, hmm. and so he bled. He bled out from his arms, and so when they took the sheet off, like sheet off of his body, mm-hmm. they, they, they pulled it out, and there was one giant red maroon stripe mm-hmm. on the left, and then it was white, and then it was maroon again on the right. And that's, mm-hmm. the, and that's the flag of Latvia, like, today, what? still. Yeah. No. And so Latvia has one of the oldest flags in the world. And so it all ties together, like, in a really cool way. Oh, my gosh. Um, 
And isn't that nuts? That is. Yeah. That's so I think that's just. Where's like, his ring today? Do we know where his ring is? So yeah, no one, always, <sighs> no one knows. But, and there, there's another story though, which is that his, so that he died, and there was this, and the whole arm thing happened, and that his son, um, well, like the arm, the whole arm deal, the whole arm deal with the with the arm sheet. gate, <laughs> the arm scandal. <laughs> Armageddon, some would say. <laughs> uh, but so, like, that is pretty well accepted as mm-hmm. the, as the way that, that happened. But the ring is kind of more like there's a few there's a few more myths mm-hmm. about that. Another myth about the ring is that he died in battle. He didn't have his ring for whatever reason. Um, and then his son had either that same ring or a similar one, mm-hmm. denoting his lineage mm-hmm. um and then the germans or the goths at the time they come like they were the ones that were trying to take latvia and they came in to basically find the prince and kill him so that he wouldn't rise to power as was yeah which is like pretty yeah that's pretty understandable yeah, that's that pretty standard all the time so then he's wearing this ring and as like Identification, so if they can find a kid wearing this ring, and it's mm-hmm. obviously recognizable if you, if you just Google it, um, then they then they got him. But they didn't find him because he had a bunch of rings made. Oh, kind of like a V for hiding Vendetta, in plain sight. Hiding in plain sight. Yeah, yeah. So I think that would be really cool to kind of like combine the stories together. Um, and yeah. and and there is a movie like in Latvian. Um, it's just called King Namis or. And then it, there's like an English translation called The Pagan King. But like, I don't know, it doesn't really do it like real yeah. justice. Like, <clears throat> I think it would be a really cool, really cool movie. Um, to like, kind of like Lord of the Rings kind of caliber, but without any yeah. magic or anything. It's just like totally medieval. Yeah. Grassroots style. Namis verse. The Goths. Yeah. The Pagan King versus the Goths. Yeah. Anyways, super cool. And then just Ivan shows up. Yeah, and then there's a showdown between <laughs> Ivan, uh, Vlad, and King Namis. Yeah. They they chop off one arm each, respectively. Um, and that's how, it, that's how it happens. I think that's probably the most believable myth yeah. I've heard. Absolutely. Yeah. Should we should we finish there? I feel like we've been going on for, like, we're, we're brushing up on 50-something minutes. Oh, wow. <laughs> Man, I was just saying, like, yeah, let's make this a shorter one. Yeah. Um, I I think I'm totally content. Unless you have a couple others that you want to just like quickly fire off. Um, nothing that comes to mind. Not a, not a person, mind. but a people. Aliens probably built the pyramids. <laughs> we need to. Do one. I've been watching conspiracies. Yeah, I was gonna, naturally. Uh, we need to do one on conspiracy theories. Later. Oh my! God. I want to do an episode on the on the Denver airport. <sighs> So many opinions about this. Just really quick, just to like a sneak peek for okay. what you're going to get yourself into sure. listening to this. Nikola Tesla oh, no. designed a machine, or I guess a machine, a building kind it of thing. It clone one person. One cat. Or Hugh hat. Jackman. <laughs> okay, sorry. Uh, he designed this machine where he thought that he, he proposed that he can harness the energy of the earth's rotation to create free energy basically wow that's crazy yeah just among all the incredible ideas that he's had what's elon musk doing with this technology that's what i want to know i hope he has it because he has the the fun because the one thing tesla didn't have was the funds oh he proposed it and people i don't know who he proposed it to but the people were like eh, no that's really cool. Which is a consp- which is a conspiracy in itself, where people are like, "Hey, they didn't want him to give out free energy because then you can charge for energy and people make right. money, anything." And the Edison Energy Company would be opposed to that. Yeah, actually, that is like a huge theme. Like, the, yeah, uh, totally the comp- competition between. Because did you know that Tesla actually made the first light bulb? It just didn't work. <sighs> of course. Anyways, sorry. Moving on. So many conspiracies. <laughs> but. The design for the... This episode has taken a turn south really quickly. <laughs> yeah. But the design for the building to, to harness the energy um, resembles very closely to 
what the pyramids look like. If you take like a full scale picture and you kind of like get the underground and you'd make a cross section wow. vertically. So you can see top to bottom, you see a cross section. Hamburger style. Yeah, okay. exactly. Um, you can see like the way that the pyramids, the uh, corridors, and there's stuff underneath it. There are canals and stuff underneath it. And they resemble very closely what Tesla had designed to create free energy. And so it's possible that the ancient Egyptians had help in creating energy. I think we should stop there. Yeah. <laughs> My foot's in the rabbit hole, and I don't want to go all the way in. <laughs> oh, my gosh. How did we get here? Oh, okay. Oh, well. Okay. Should Thank we, you uh, for sticking with us. Yeah. If you made it this far, <laughs> hats off. Hats off. If there's For the one person that made it this yeah. far. Okay. What you getting into? Okay. Uh, so... Kind of embarrassing, but my roommate and I started watching Terrace House. You've told me about this. <laughs> Terrace. Terrace House. T. I thought it was Terrorist at first too. A C E. Terrorist House. No, Terrace. Terrace. Like, like a terrace like, off of like a building. Like out on the terrace. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's like. It's just it's this Japanese reality show where six strangers live together. That's. Have anyone seen clips? Japanese reality shows are the. Best They're the best. Um, Game shows especially. Yeah, they just lived... Six people. Six strangers live together. Boom. That's it. Like, there's no, like, production to be like, oh, we should, like, throw a wrench in the spokes to make yeah. things harder. Like Which every with, show does. Yeah, with, like, uh, with like the Bachelorette or whatever. Like, that is... Jersey stores. Yeah. That, that happens all the time. Like, yeah. oh, there's this drama. No. Some episodes, nothing happens. It's awesome. <laughs> it's... I, it's I like love it's the Seinfeld concept. Yeah, exactly. It's a show about nothing. nothing. And it's just excellent. I love it. And I used to be like, oh, no, like I don't like anime. I'm not going to be into this. And then I watched an episode and thought, no, this is so great. I love this. I just love that, especially because it's Japanese. If it mm -hmm. wasn't Japanese, I don't think it would be as watchable. But just they're so blunt and brutal with each other like you should get a job your life kind of sucks you have no money and you're embarrassing to everyone here it's like he's like yes i know i, I dishonor my family it's like this is so great like, anyways that's what i've been getting into other than you know the 15 credits of classes i've been taking that's fantastic yep um i feel like my the stuff i'm getting into doesn't contribute to my life in any way Great. But I want, I'm trying to learn shorthand here. For anyone that doesn't know what shorthand is... You're always learning the most obscure and, like, useless Oh, things. I don't know if I'll ever use this in Like the Jew harp. I can find a use for that. I guarantee you I will find a use you for that. You know what? Let me know. Because I'm Have waiting. you seen that? There's a clip of America's Got Talent or maybe Britain's Got Talent. Some person doing, like, a Native American song with a Jew harp and she's making horse sounds. It's incredible. See, but what use does it have? <laughs> Purely entertainment. Got it. Okay. And a lot of toothache. Really? If the metal hits your tooth, hurts like a son it's of a like gun. It's like a son of a tooth. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, shorthand. It's just basically... Like doctor shorthand kind of stuff? <laughs> uh, that's that's just bad writing. Got it. <laughs> Sorry for any doctors out there. Just work on your parents. If we have doctors listening, I'd be extremely impressed <laughs> yeah uh, but yeah shorthand it's, it's just a really efficient way of writing it takes the alphabet and just makes rather than full on letters it's more of strokes cool so you can write words and sentences much more efficiently like a reporter yeah at the turn of the century and seeing how I'm a, I'm a CIT major so I work I, I program on a computer mm. I don't even write I'll never use it right no one else knows it. I can't communicate with anyone. But I can write myself. Probably better use than my terrace house time, though. <laughs> I mean, that's not serving any purpose at all. Well, for Club Kevin, I'm Kevin. <laughs> I'm Kevin also. Uh, tune in next week to hear something about... Hopefully conspiracies. That's what I'm... Oh, really? Let's look at the list really quick. No, let's not. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs>
Cine